Good morning. Welcome to our weekly podcast, Tea Time with Tommy, where we take a few minutes, share a cup of tea together, and I'm hopefully able to give encouragement as we look at different scriptures and devotional thoughts. Today's podcast is brought to you by Holiday Tea from Hardy and Sons. Holiday Tea is spiced with citrus, almond, clove, and cinnamon, and has become a year-round favorite black tea. It's a wonderful addition to a holiday table served piping hot on a cold winter morning or any time you crave that holiday-inspired brew. So sit back with your cup, relax for these few minutes together as we listen to where this week's podcast will take us. Good morning. A warm teacup welcome to all those who are joining in with us today. I hope that you've found a cozy cup of warm tea or something good to drink, and we can share these few minutes together as we say welcome to December. Welcome to your Advent week, the first week of Advent. We have dug right in and begun our journey through Advent this season, and we begin this week with hope. I'll be honest with you, lately things have seemed a little hopeless. If you pay any sort of attention to news or listen with uh, the compassion of the struggles of uh, even family members, uh, neighborhood struggles, and if, if we're dealing with the cries within our own hearts and minds, there might be a sense of hopelessness. We begin to feel like the weight of the world is on our shoulders, and sometimes It can feel like it's too much. It can feel like there's nothing we will ever be able to do to overcome all that seems to be beating down on us. But again, as we begin our journey of Advent, I pray that we'll be encouraged with the reminder that everything that has to be done, Christ has already done it. I was looking in the Old Testament I found a couple of spots that I thought I might go to this week, but I ended up forming some sermon series out of those spots. So um, we're turning back to the book of Psalms today. And as I was reading through them and praying over what to share, I kept listening to Christmas music. Yes, it's already on the radio, and yes, I'm already listening to it. Oh, Holy Night is certainly one of my favorite Christmas songs, and as I've been hearing it already, I keep coming back to this line, a thrill of hope, the weary world rejoices. The weary world, as I've just alluded to, it is a weary world indeed. Today, as we look at Psalm 130, it's a part of the Psalms of Ascent. We've looked at some of these in earlier tea times. And these are songs that the Israelite pilgrims were singing on their way to Jerusalem each year as they were going to celebrate festivals and the high holy days in their place of worship. They sang Psalm 120 through Psalm 134 as they climbed the mountain or perhaps even as they were climbing steps into the temple at Jerusalem. Not only is Psalm 130 part of these Psalms of Ascent, but it's also characterized as a psalm of lament Uh, a psalm of uh, penitential, self-punishing repentance. 
And so for a few minutes, let's look at it together. In my Bible, uh, a lot of the Psalms are given titles. And for, for Psalm 130, the title is given, Waiting for the Redemption of the Lord. I'm going to read all eight verses of Psalm 130. Out of the depths I have cried to you, O Lord. Lord, hear my voice. Let your ears be attentive to the voice of my supplications. If you, Lord, should mark iniquities, O Lord, who could stand? But there is forgiveness with you that you may be feared. I wait for the Lord, my soul waits, and in his word I do hope. My soul waits for the Lord more than those who watch for the morning. Yes, more than those who watch for the morning. O Israel, hope in the Lord, for with the Lord there is mercy, and with him is abundant redemption, and he shall redeem Israel from all his iniquities. We see three things. We see the psalmist in his distress in professing his hope in prayer. We see that he has patience in that hope. And we also see his encouragement to Israel to hope in God. As we journey with Mary and Joseph on this road as they're making their way to Bethlehem, Mary is pregnant. And she waits, and she watches, and she walks towards that time of the baby's arrival. Well, you and I together are moving toward our own uh, high holy day, if you will, the, the celebration of that birth, Christmas. So we too are the pilgrim people on this journey together. One of the beautiful things about the Christian calendar is that each season it comes around again and again, year after year. And as we move through our lives, we're invited to understand new and fresh things each time. Uh, we make that uh, proverbial trip around the sun. And so as we observe Advent, remember that we're not just preparing our hearts for the Christ child and celebrating His birth on Christmas morning, but we're also invited to prepare our hearts for that time when Christ will return again. We look around and we recognize certainly the tension uh, that being a Christian seems to bring about with the knowing of God and His kingdom. But at the same time, we, we do recognize that outside of our church bubble, the world is suffering. There's violence, there's loneliness, there's hurting there's so much that the world, the weary world, is going through. The question is, are we waiting expectantly? Are we waiting hoping, hopefully, for that time when Christ will return and all will be made new? Advent is very similar to Lent because it's also a time where we can look at ourselves and we can ask, have we made the mends of our mistakes and failures? Have we, uh, in all the little and big ways that we have failed to follow faithfully His plan and purpose for our lives through this year, where are we? Let, let's, let's self-correct as we prepare 
uh, at this celebration of Christmas, we prepare that room in our lives. Uh, we admit that too often we fill our lives with too many other things. We fill our life with the pursuit of power. We're looking for all the comfort and safety. And sometimes that results in the suffering of ourselves, but also sometimes it can result in the suffering of others. But we want to follow the example that Christ Jesus gave. Dying to ourselves, serving and observing God in all that we say and all that we do. Athanasius, the Archbishop of Alexandria during the medieval times, he wrote a letter on interpreting the Psalms. One of the paraphrases of his main point says this, Most Scripture speaks to us. The Psalms speak for us. What if in this first week of Advent, this week of hope, we let Psalm 130 speak for us? Read it, meditate on it, so that it becomes our prayer. Eugene Peterson, I've got a, about five of his books on my shelf right here, but in his book, A Long Obedience in the Same Direction, there's this quote. Hoping does not mean doing nothing. It is not fatalistic resignation. It means going about our assigned tasks, confident that God will provide the meaning and conclusions. And hoping is not dreaming. It is not spinning an illusion or fantasy to protect us from our boredom or our pain. It means a confident, alert expectation that God will do what He said He will do. It's imagination put in the harness of faith. It is a willingness to let God do it His way and in His time. This week, I encourage you, I invite you to hope and pray with me during this week of Advent. I wait for the Lord. My soul waits and in His Word, I hope. As we wait, wait watching. As we watch, may we see the light of Christ as He came all those many years ago, as He is loving and working now, and as knowing He will come again and make all things new. I wait for the Lord. My soul waits and in His Word, I hope. Thank you again so much for joining us on this week's podcast of Tea Time with Tommy as we began the week of Advent, week one, hope. Again, I hope that you have a great December, and I look forward to hosting you again next week on Tea Time with Tommy as we look at the second week of Advent. But until then, may your cup overflow with His blessings.